Hello everyone, this is Tom Fox and I'm the Compliance Evangelist. I'd like to welcome you to my January 2018 podcast series of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. But first, a word about this month's sponsor, Conversant. Conversant brings a different kind of ethics and compliance solution to your organization. These days, business success demands something different, a corporate culture centered on integrity and ethical behavior. Conversant provides your teams with a centralized platform and automated processes that connect your business goals with your ethics and values. The result, a highly strategic program that drives ethics and values to the center of your business. Through the use of the Conversant Ethics Cloud platform, it gives you the choice of what you need according to your compliance program maturity. As your compliance program progresses on its ethical journey, Conversant can meet the needs of your requirements with unified ease of use and all of your ethics compliance data in one place, increasing transparency and efficiency while reducing cost. If you have been following me over the past year, you know that I have gone on a one-year exploration of various components of a best practices compliance program. However, during this exploration, there were two very important documents released by the Department of Justice relating to a best practices compliance program. In February 2017, there was the Evaluation of Corporate Compliance Programs document, and in November 2017, there was the announcement of the new FCPA Corporate Enforcement Policy. Therefore, in this month of January, I'm going to lay out for you what should go into your best practices compliance program based upon the 10 hallmarks of an effective compliance program and these two documents. Over the next 31 days, I will be exploring the best way to more fully operationalize a compliance program using the most recent DOJ resources. I hope you will join me for the full 31 days as we engage in an exploration to a more effective compliance program. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Day 13, the Fair Process Doctrine. In the DOJ's Evaluation of Corporate Compliance Programs, Prong 8, Incentive and Disciplinary Measures, it states, Incentive System, Consistent Application. Have the disciplinary actions and incentives been fairly and consistently applied across the organization? In the new FCPA Corporate Enforcement Policy, it states, Appropriate discipline of employees, including those identified by the company as responsible for the misconduct, either through direct participation or failure in oversight, as well as those supervisory authority over the area in which the criminal conduct occurred. Under Hallmark 6 of the... The 10 hallmarks of an effective compliance program, it stated, states, in addition to evaluating the design and implementation of a compliance program throughout an organization, enforcement of that program is fundamental to its effectiveness. A compliance program should apply from the boardroom to the supply room. No one should be beyond its reach. The SEC and DOJ will consider whether, when enforcing a compliance program, a company has appropriate and clear disciplinary procedures, whether those procedures have been applied reliably and promptly, and whether they commensurate with the violation. Many companies have found that publicizing disciplinary action internally where appropriate under local law can have an important deterrent effect, demonstrating that unethical and unlawful actions have swift and sure consequences.
As far back as the U.S. Sentencing Guidelines in 1992, it stated, the organization's compliance and ethics program should be prompted and enforced consistently throughout an organization through appropriate incentives to perform in accordance with the compliance program and ethics program and appropriate disciplinary measures for engaging in criminal conduct and for failing to take reasonable steps to prevent or deter criminal conduct. One of the areas which human resources can help operationalize your compliance program is to ensure that discipline is handed out fairly across an organization and to those employees who integrate such ethical and compliant behavior into their individual work practices going forward. This is more than financial incentives for ethical behavior, but institutional objectivity for your employees. In my experience, institutional objectivity comes from the fair process doctrine. This is one of the things that brings will bring credibility to your compliance program. Procedural fairness. This doctrine generally recognizes that there are fair procedures, not arbitrary ones, in processing individual rights. Considerable research has shown that people are more willing to accept negative, unfavorable, and non-preferred outcomes when they are arrived by, by process and procedures that are perceived as fair. Adhering to the fair process doctrine in two areas of your compliance program is critical for you. Or actually, I should say three areas. One, administration of discipline. The first is where the fair process doctrine is paramount is the administration of discipline after a compliance incident has occurred. Discipline must not only be administered fairly, but it must be administered uniformly across the company for the violation of the compliance policy. Simply put, if you're going to fire employees in South America for lying on their expense reports, you have to fire them in North America for the same offense. It cannot matter that the North American employee is a friend of yours or worse yet, a, quote, high producer, end quote. Failure to administer discipline uniformly will destroy any vestige of credibility you may have developed. Similarly, and as was reemphasized in the FCPA corporate enforcement policy, uh, issued by the Department of Justice in November 2017, there must be real consequences to employees who violate your compliance program. If the regulators come knocking and you have not disciplined your company employees for code of conduct or other compliance violations in multiple years, the DOJ and SEC will conclude pretty quickly you are not serious about compliance. Fair process means that you must discipline those who engage in compliance violations no matter what their position is within an organization. Next, employee promotions. In the area of discipline, <clears throat> which may be administered after the completion of any compliance, uh, in addition to the area of discipline, you must firmly place compliance as a part of an ongoing employee evaluations and promotions. If your company is seen to advance and reward only those employees who achieve their numbers by whatever means necessary, other employees will certainly take note and will be understood what management evaluates and rewards upon going forward. All you have to do is look at Wells Fargo, who had a brilliant code of conduct, yet had the philosophy of eight is great and fired people who didn't have their customers sign up for eight Wells Fargo's products. I've often talked about the anecdotal tale of some far regional manager, which goes along the lines of the following. If I violate the code of conduct, I may or may not get caught. If I get caught, I may or may not be disciplined. If I miss my numbers for two quarters, I'll be fired. If this is what employees believe, or in the Wells Fargo case, it's what actually happened about when they're evaluated in the basis for promotion, you've lost a compliance battle. 
The third general area the fair process's doctrine is critical in is around internal investigations. If your employees do not believe that the investigation is fair and impartial, then it's not fair and impartial. The same would be true of the Department of Justice. Further, those involved must have the confidence that any internal investigation is treated seriously and objectively. One of the key reasons that employees will go outside of a company's internal hotline process is they do not believe that the investigative process will be fair. This fairness has several components. One should be the use of outside counsel rather than in-house counsel to handle a serious or significant investigation. Moreover, if a company uses a regular law firm, <clears throat> maybe other outside counsel should be brought in, particularly if the regular outside counsel has created or implemented key components which are being investigated. Further, if a company's regular outside counsel has a large amount of business with the company, then that law firm may have a spe very vested interest in maintaining the status quo. Lastly, the investigation may require a level of specialization which in-house or regular outside counsel do not possess. An often overlooked role of any CCO or compliance professional is to help provide employees procedural fairness. If your compliance program is seen to be fair in the way it treats employees in areas as varied as financial incentives to promotion to uniform discipline meted out across the globe, employees are more likely to inform the compliance department when something goes awry. If employees believe they will be treated fairly, it will go a long way towards operationalizing your compliance program. So what are today's three key takeaways? Number one, the DOJ and SEC have long called for consistent application in both incentives and discipline. Number two, the fair process doctrine ensures employees will accept the results they may not like. And number three, inconsistent application of discipline will destroy your compliance program credibility. I hope you've enjoyed day 13 of 31 days to a more effective compliance program, and I hope you'll join me tomorrow where we will take up the topic on day 14 of risk assessments. This is Tom Fox again. Thank you for listening to this episode of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program, sponsored by Conversant. I hope you will join me tomorrow, and indeed for the entire 31 days in January, while I will be exploring the best way to more fully operationalize your compliance program using the most recent resources the Department of Justice has communicated to us, the evaluation of corporate compliance programs, and the new FCPA corporate enforcement policy. This is Tom Fox. Thank you again for listening. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>